are commitments. We make commitments every single day to ourselves, to others, within ourselves, between us and other people. And right now it's possible that we're nearing the end of the year and maybe you're reflecting on the goals that you had set back in January and you probably made some commitments about those goals. Maybe it's a revenue goal or a number of people in your community. Maybe you had personal goals that you had set about your body or your lifestyle or maybe a revenue or financial goal. It took commitment for you to reach your goals. But it's possible that you're looking at those goals and you're realizing that there are some that just haven't come to fruition. And there's probably a lot of reasons for it. You know, number one, it being 2020. And 2020 has definitely been a little bit of an erratic year, which might be the understatement of the century. And maybe it's because of commitments that you've made that has made you not reach your goals. Or maybe the commitments have helped you reach your goals. Whatever it is today, I want to talk about commitments, particularly when it comes to those goals that you haven't quite met. Grab a cup of tea, grab a pen, and let's jump in. Welcome to The Road to Seven. I'm your host, Sheila Cummins. I am an entrepreneur, a mentor, wife, and mom to three beautiful children. Women entrepreneurs are up-leveling and changing the rules for business strategy, leadership, success, money, and impacting the world every single day. The Road to Seven is the diary of business strategy for women entrepreneurs. We meet you where you're at in your business and champion you along your road to your vision. And I am honored you chose to join us today. Ready to go? Buckle up. It's time to hit the road. When you look at the definition for commitment, it actually has two different arms to it. It is indeed a noun. And the first definition is that it's uh, the state or quality of being dedicated to a cause or an activity. You know, that that might be your commitment to your goals or your commitment to the impact that you want to have or your devotion to making something a reality. But here's another interesting definition for commitment. It is number two, an engagement or obligation that restricts freedom of action. And that is where I would love to dive into today, because I know that you have no problem setting goals and figuring out how to get there. And you probably are pretty good about taking some action But if you go back and look at the goals that you set or the projects that you wanted to achieve in 2020, it's possible that there are some that didn't get done. They remain unfinished. And I'd love to take you through a process that I use with some of my clients called unfinished business. And we look at the commitments that we've made and we try and figure out whether it's a commitment that has helped us or has hindered us. Because sometimes we think we're making a commitment for the greater good, but the reality is 
there is a stronger underlying commitment that is preventing us from achieving that which is really what we have as the vision for our business, for our life, for our future. And it all starts with really having a close look at those projects that you really wanted to achieve this year. You really wanted to have happen. Maybe it's related to a goal. You know, maybe you had a revenue goal. And in order to hit the revenue goal, you needed to launch a course. And maybe you got the course created, but you never really got it off the ground or launched it or offered it regularly. What is a project that you really wanted to achieve in 2020 that remains unfinished? Is it the book that you have hiding inside of you where every day you wake up and say, ah, I'm going to start writing my book today. But then every time you sit down at your computer to start writing the book, all of these reasons come floating in as to why you can't do that book in the moment. Maybe you have emails to answer. Maybe your phone rings. Maybe something else seems more pressing or there's a fire that you have to put out. The reality is there is always logical reasons that prevent us from doing those projects or actions that we really want to and we really want the outcome of doing. And we don't do it because of this whole concept of an underlying commitment. We're committed to the outcome, but there's an underlying commitment that's preventing us from doing it. And we shift to this logical reasoning as to why it can't get done. An example that is very close to my heart is, you know, I have a picture on my vision board that's been there for admittedly over 10 years now of this woman wearing these beautiful pink pants, a white shirt, and she's got her shirt tucked into her pants. And she's very healthy looking. She's not super skinny. She's not, you know, waif-like. She's just, she's trim and she's fit and she's happy and she's healthy. And I have a commitment to to making my body feel the way that she feels in the picture. But yet somehow there comes moments where the cake that's sitting in front is way more important than that feeling. There's an underlying commitment that I keep making that stops me from doing the actions that I need to do in order to fit into those pants or to feel that physically vibrant. And it's all very logical. Maybe it's somebody's birthday or maybe I've had a bad day. And maybe this is something that relates to you. I just want to take it out of the business realm for a moment and help you see that unfinished business is in every facet of our lives. There's things that we want that We just keep not getting for whatever reason. So, you know, weight is something that I see a lot of women struggling with. They really want to feel healthy, be healthy, look healthy, but then they don't do the actions that's needed to get the results for very valid, logical reasons. Sometimes I see people wanting, you know, financial goals. They want to have X amount sitting in a savings account, or they want to have X amount invested in, you know, something that's hopefully going to be compound interest earning or something that's going to, you know, really serve you in the long run. But then in the moment when it comes to putting the money into that account, something comes up. There's a reason 
why they can't make that move of transferring the money into the account, putting it towards that goal that they have. You know, maybe it's a new house or a new car. Maybe it's just filling up a savings account so that they have some financial security around them. Maybe it's making sure that all their taxes are paid. And when they go to make those moves, which are the the outcome that they want, all the reasons pop up as to why they can't do it. Well, I've got to fix this, or I need a new this, or my kiddo needs brand new whatever. I've got to spend the money here. I can't tuck it away. I don't, you know, there's always a reason. So step number one for you is identifying what's that project or that goal that you you just didn't get to in 2020. And then what are all the reasons that you're telling yourself why it is that you couldn't get it? Maybe you don't have the time. Maybe you don't have the interest. Maybe you don't know how, so you're missing some knowledge. What are the reasons that you are telling yourself as to why you're not achieving that goal or that outcome? And then here's where the work really steps in. Once you can see the reasons, what is the underlying commitment that you're making to yourself that's helping you stay where it is that you are? When it comes to weight, what is that underlying commitment that you have to yourself that makes you reach for the bag of candies when you know you should be reaching for the grapes or the apples? What is it that you're protecting? What is it that you're afraid of? What is really going on behind the scenes? Take some time to really notice what's happening inside because chances are, though we're committed to the end goal or the outcome, The reality is we have a stronger commitment to ourselves to keep ourselves safe, to make sure that we are not in a state of discomfort, to make sure that we're not taking risks because maybe we don't trust that we can handle whatever it is that comes our way. We have an underlying commitment that we make to ourselves to keep ourselves safe. And so whether it is that you're writing a book, but you're afraid of being judged or you're wanting to have financial abundance, but you're afraid that financial abundance isn't for you or that you will be ostracized from your friends or family if you start earning and keeping the kind of money that really will fuel the lifestyle that you desire. When you can pinpoint that underlying commitment, another word for that would be the belief or the story that you're hanging on to and you keep choosing to prove true. I can't launch my course because I don't know how to do a launch. I'm no good at marketing. Well, that's an underlying commitment that you have to yourself that you are no good at marketing. And what if you just made a new commitment of, I'm going to launch this course and I'm going to do the best damn job that I can. Or I'm going to launch this course and I'm just going to test out some things to see what I really enjoy doing and what has the most impact. So no, you might not be the best launcher in the world or the best marketer in the world. But when you can see what commitment you are making to yourself to keep yourself in the same spot, then you can invite yourself to make a new internal commitment. Because it's from that new commitment that we're going to drive into action. It's from that new commitment that you make that's going to help you figure out and realize what that next step is that you can take. And when you're busy convincing yourself that there's no way that you're ever going to fit into your new genes, 
the action that's going to come from that is that self-sabotage. Whereas if you say, I'm going to do the absolute best that I can for today to get me closer to those new genes, your actions will align with that new commitment, that new story that you're thinking, because it's the thinking that's going to help you choose the actions that you're going to be taking going forward. If you're feeling like the underlying commitment to having financial freedom, there's an underlying commitment that makes you Every time you have a little bundle of money, instead of tucking it away, it it gets spent. Well, what if we had a new commitment to yourself of, I'm going to do the best that I can to tuck away this percent of income so that I can work towards my goal of financial freedom. Notice the new commitment is subtle. We're not taking the underlying commitment of, oh, I have no ability to create any savings at all. <laughs> and then we're not, we're not sort of flipping it on its head and saying, oh, I am the savings queen of the world. Our new commitment is giving us the grace and the space to be in transition and to be working towards something and to take that one next step that's going to take us closer. Don't look now, but that one next step is what's going to get you closer to that big vision that you have. And that one next step is what's going to drive the actions that you take. And the only way you're going to reach that big goal is through a series of small actions. They don't have to be huge. They don't have to be grandiose. They just have to be a small step in the right direction. But folks, we can only take that step when we are making an underlying commitment to ourselves that that outcome is possible, that we deserve it, that we are worthy of whatever that goal might be for you, that it's possible for you to achieve what it is that you want. Because it's from the place of possibility that the actions are going to come for you to get you to where it is that you want to go. So this is a process that I work with with my clients called unfinished business. We figure out what project remains undone or unattended to or overlooked or avoided. And we list out all the reasons why it is that it's not getting done. And then we identify that underlying commitment that we have to ourselves, which is most likely rooted in some way of keeping you safe, helping you be protected, preventing you from feeling discomfort, and then rewriting that commitment in a way that is attainable for you so that you can shift into action. That is the unfinished business process that we use to help shift you to the strategic and intentional action that you need to be taking each and every day to get you closer to your goal. And so, no, it's not always about the tactics. It's not always about the latest strategy or template or tool. It is absolutely about the underlying commitments that you're making to yourself and your evolution and your progress that's going to get you to where it is that you want to be. If you would like to download the worksheet that I've got to go with this podcast, go right ahead. It's in the show notes down below. What it is that you want to achieve this year or next year, it's just at the end of your fingertips. 
But the only way to step through the fear that's standing between you today and the outcome that you want to achieve, the only way through that fear is to be in action. And so today, make a new commitment to yourself, an underlying commitment from where you're going to operate so that you can take and make those moves that you need to get you to where it is that you want to go. I really look forward to talking to you next time. Have a good day. Have you ever wondered how some women are killing it in business while others are simply getting by? Barely? Power Up Your Business is one of the Road to Seven signature programs. It's designed to be the comprehensive results roadmap and support system for women entrepreneurs just like you to help shift your business closer to the vision you have for it. This program has been a key element of women's business growth. It has shifted people like Lorraine to finally teaching art classes online or supporting Jennifer to finally launch her online course which is selling like hotcakes. It also helped Caitlin hire her very first team member, which has been so liberating for her so she can now focus her time on the actions that matter the most in her business. It's through the blend of content and consulting and coaching and community that these women have been able to identify the key actions that will have the most impact on their business, then lean into the community for the support and championing to help them take the right moves to get them closer to the vision of their company. If this sounds like you, or if you want to learn more about how Power Up can help you shift into the right action for business growth, head on over to my website at sheilacummins.com slash powerup and enroll today. That's sheilacummins.com slash powerup and I'll see you in the powerhouse. Thank you for listening to The Road to Seven. If you found value in what you've heard today, please leave us a five-star rating and a written review. You might just get a shout out on an upcoming episode, and you never know when I'm going to be mailing some surprise treats to our reviewers. Make sure to subscribe so you automatically get notified when new episodes are released. Are you looking for a way to connect with other entrepreneurs that are facing the same challenges as you? I'd love to connect with you in the Road to Seven Facebook group on Instagram and LinkedIn. Just head to SheilaCummins.com. You will find all the links that you need right there. Together, we'll explore more ways to support your shift into action so that you can grow your business to finally match your vision. I love aligning your vision of success with strategic and intentional actions because that is how we will grow your business to match your vision. I focus on women, all women, because women hold the keys and the power to creating a powerful and positive world through their impact. We'll see you on the next episode.